Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And I walked out on the platform and sat down on the platform. There's a very distinguished-looking gentleman. I sat down. Uh, the, the, the song director is up leading a, a song just before they turned it to me. Congregation was singing. And the pastor is sitting right by my side. And another very distinguished-looking gentleman on the other side of him. And, and this pastor said, Brother Hagin, I want you to meet Reverend so-and-so pastor of the First Baptist Church. And he stooped over, you know, around this pastor and said, Brother Hagin, I've already apologized to this church. I won't apologize to you. He said, that man that was healed last night is a member of my church. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, I said, there's a Bible lying right there on the table by the side of the chair in the living room here where we were this part. There's a Bible lying right there. Just get that Bible for yourself and open it up to Matthew 8 and read to me out loud the 17th verse. Now, before she ever read, see, before she ever opened the Bible up, she looked at the back of it and saw that it said Schofield Reference Edition. And she smiled being Baptist. She smiled and said, well, that's just like my Bible at home. Good, I said. Now open it up to Matthew 8, 17. So she opened it up to Matthew 8, 17. I said, read that out loud. She had the Bible lying in her lap, so she is looking down at her lap and at the Bible, and she read that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Read that out loud as we sat, the pastor, her mother, myself, and she in the living room of this parsonage. And she read that verse. And then she didn't lift up her head. Now, I know it must have been probably 10 seconds. But at a time like that, it seemed like, you know, it's 10 minutes. Nobody says anything, you know, just waiting. And her head's down, you know. I don't know what she's going to do or say. And suddenly she looked up. When she did, I could see tears glistening in her eyes. And she said, Brother Hagin, yes. Yes, it's for me. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Yes, just, just, just go ahead. Lay your hand on me. I'll be healed. And she was. She was. Hallelujah. She was. Now, what made the difference? The Word. The Word. Just one verse of Scripture. 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 Hallelujah. Tears glistened in her eyes. As she looked up to me. Brother Egan, she said, please lay your hands on my head and pray. I'll be healed. We won't have to borrow. Now think about it. That's faith talking. We won't have to borrow that money from mama for the operation. I won't have to have the operation. Yes, healing belongs to me. That's the title of the book, Healing Belongs to Us. Now how did she come to find out that healing belonged to her? From the word from the Word. Hallelujah. You know, uh, there's an interesting story here in connection with this. In that as I talked to her about divine healing, that she told me she's a member of the First Baptist Church a certain place. And she said, uh, you know, if divine healing was so, my pastor would preach it, you know. And he, he doesn't preach it, so it must not be so. So many times, see, people are not following really God or the Bible. They're following man. 
Well, men are at various stages of spiritual growth. And I said to her, you know, well, you know, Bill Pastor may be walking in all the light he has and honest and sincere, just some things he may not have seen. I used to be a Baptist pastor. There were some things I didn't see. And so uh, I remember a year later then, actually I say a year later, it was actually 15 months later. I was preaching just three night service, uh, four, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I mean Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four night service in the full gospel church in her town 15 months later. And we laid hands on Monday night, Monday night, I laid hands on a man in a wheelchair, a man that was oh, somewhere around 55 years of age. I'd learned he'd been in that wheelchair seven years. Had two strokes. I laid hands on him. He walked out of the wheelchair. Actually, I sat down in the wheelchair and he pushed me up and down the aisles of that full gospel church. So I walked out on the platform because I had to stay back and pray till about the time they'd turned the service to me. And I walked out on the platform and sat down on the platform. There was a very distinguished looking gentleman. I sat down. Uh, the, the, the song director is up leading a, a song just before they turned it to me. Congregational singing. And the pastor is sitting right by my side and another very distinguished looking gentleman on the other side of him. And, and this pastor said, Brother Hagin, I want you to meet Reverend so-and-so pastor of the First Baptist Church. And he stooped over, you know, around this pastor and said, Brother Hagin, I've already apologized to this church. I won't apologize to you. He said, that man that was healed last night is a member of my church. I came downtown this morning, parked by the curb, started walking down the street, and here this man come walking down the street towards me. I didn't even know till then that he'd been in a wheelchair seven years. He said, that man, you see, had been tied to that wheelchair seven years. He had had two strokes of paralysis. If you go by our church, you know, and they had a, an old church with high steps, and you'll see a ramp built. That was built especially so they could put his wheelchair up into the church. And here he come walking down the street towards me. He said, I almost turned and started running. I thought of seeing ghosts. And I went to meet him, and I said, what happened? He, and before I could get to him, he started hollering out, I'm healed. Jesus, heal me. Jesus, heal me. And he said, we just hugged and shouted right there on the street. And he said, I, what, what happened? He said, well, I was over to Full Gospel Church last night, and there's a fellow over there that used to be a Baptist preacher, laid hands on me, and instantly I was healed and walked out of that chair. Now, he said, some people said the devil did it. He said, I know the devil's not out healing the Baptist. <laughs> Amen. He said, I, I, I just got up and apologized to this church because I've said some unkind things. I want to thank them for holding on to divine healing when I didn't see it. See? And I want to thank you for ministering to the man, and, and I can see it. Then after I preached, and incidentally, the reason I'm working this in here, I preached that night on the double cure. See, of uh, more preaching than teaching. I'm taking the time to teach here, but I just got out and went after preaching. That night on the double cure, you see, himself, you know, took our infirmities. He was made to be sin. He bore our iniquities. Well, now, afterwards, the pastor sitting on the platform said to me, the Baptist pastor said, Brother Higgin, uh, well, could you loan me your notes? See, being Baptist, I learned to preach from notes, and sitting there, he could see my notes. He said, now, I, I, I realize, you know, being a minister, that you just have an outline there. But he said, after all, I've heard the message, and I can take the skeleton outline and put the meat on it just like you did. But he said, I want to preach that. I, he said, I can't be here tomorrow night because I know you close Wednesday night. I'll send the notes back by somebody because we have Wednesday night service. But I want to preach the same message Sunday morning in my church, the First Baptist Church that you preach here tonight. Hallelujah. The double cure. Hallelujah. Or, you see, 
our twofold redemption. The double cure or our twofold redemption. I want to preach that Sunday morning in my church. And then he said, after I preach it, I'm going to have this man that was in the wheelchair seven years, everybody knows, I'm going to have him to testify. And then he said, Sunday morning, I'm going to close out the service of the First Baptist Church by having them come down and stand just like you did, and I'm going to lay hands on her to be healed in the name of Jesus. So our pastor was honest and sincere. When he did come to the light, he walked in it. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. But the thought is this. How did you help this woman? What was it that changed her from not believing in divine healing? To be perfectly honest with you, and I said, just don't be perfectly honest, just be brutally frank. No, no, I don't believe in it. What changed her from saying, no, I don't believe in divine healing, to saying, yes, I'll be healed. Just go right ahead and lay your hands on me. The Word of God. Now, of course, what if she had read that scripture and said, well, I know that's in there, but I still don't believe it. Well, it wouldn't work. I said it wouldn't work. Are you listening to me? But she had an appreciation for the word. And when she read, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And as Isaiah literally said it, surely has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Then she realized that healing belonged to her. Healing belongs to you. Hallelujah. Just as much as it belongs to her. God laid on Jesus our sicknesses and our pains, and he bore them. Now that means that the pains and the afflictions that you may be suffering were laid on Jesus. He actually bore them as he bore your sins. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So we believe that God laid our sins on Jesus. And therefore we don't have to bear them. This chapter also said that he laid our sickness on Jesus. You can say he laid my sickness on Jesus, made him sick with my disease. The word declares he hath made him to be sin who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, not only did he make him who knew no sin to be sin, but he made him who knew no sickness to be sickness. Well, now some people say, if that's so, why don't our church preach? That's what this woman said. If that's so, if it was so, my pastor would preach it. He didn't know about it. He hadn't been taught. We make a mistake of fallen man. Follow the Bible. I said, follow the Bible. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. Backed by popular demand, Lynette's Bargain Bag. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Craig Hagen entitled The Power of God. 
The next item is the four CD series from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine and the book from Kenneth Hagen, Healing Forever Settled. Also a special faith friend and prayer cloth. All of these items are for the special price of $35. That's $20.40 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you have a prayer request, to send it in to us. And Craig has prayed for you. And if you, and we would like to hear a praise report off of the prayer. And uh, and many, many, many times, the when a, a prayer request comes in, it's sent over to the prayer group. We got prayer groups praying, praying all the time for many different needs. And many of those come up to my desk, and I actually pray over them also. So. You're, when you ask us to pray, your prayer request gets prayed for by me and by many of our prayer partners that are here, right here on campus that's praying all the time. So if you have a request for prayer, you can send it in to the, to the partner services at rhema.org and you know that it will be prayed for by an individual that really is concerned about you receiving what you need from God. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend.